Salut. Salut. Oh, there's a there's a sourness and a, a nuttiness and a brownness. Oh, brown baby. Notes of tobacco. <laughs> Horse blanket. <laughs> Horse blanket. <laughs> Welcome to the 551 Podcast. My name is Wes Berdine. We got a bigger table. We have uh, more mics. And uh, this is the Watch Watch edition of the 551 Podcast. I've got uh, Corey Shreppel here on my on my left here. Yep. Uh, it's good to see you. Every time I uh, introduce someone for like the first time, I'm like, I'm saying his name right, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't often say your last name. So, uh, Corey Shreppel, yep. uh, you ha- have helped me uh, make this podcast sound better recently. I, like, a couple of years ago, like, maxed out my uh, own abilities. And now, thank you. Uh, and you're bringing your black heart shirt and your just sex. I know appeal. how to pander. Yep. Uh, thanks. Uh, Eric Silva Brenneman. Hello. Uh, how are you? I'm good, brother. Okay, Been a uh, Mark Fangmeyer, uh, new father or se- not new father, but new second time father. Voice. Yeah, we have a two week old. Uh, boy, girl, I've boy, actually, yeah, yeah, Lavin, Lavin, Lavin. Uh, how do you spell Watch. it? L a v i n. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, you are here. You're out of the house. Congratulations. Yes, it's it was a tricky endeavor to get out of the house, but I made it. Yeah, and you brought your homebrew. I did uh, a, a, a sour brown. Mm. Thank you for bringing that. Uh, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavaria, uh, it's good to see you. You look partially shaven because you lost a bet. Yes, I did. Oh, I didn't realize cool. that was involved. Yeah. What yeah. was the bet? Huh? What was the bet? Can you share? No, I can't right. share. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> then I give other people ideas. That's not what happened. Wow. <laughs> all right. Um, well, it's good to have you all on. We are all here to be gathered. We have almost nothing to talk about, it's which like means it's going to be like a two-hour podcast. Uh, Mark needs to be out of the house as long as possible. That's though he's gonna be like milking this. Hold like, him down, yeah. hey guys. <laughs> uh... But have you heard about this obscure person from this fourth division? <laughs> and, and, then, and then we all just came here at the end for Pisco watch at the end. Right? Yeah. So the watch is uh, the watch. You're not wearing the Benedetti watch, but uh, as as the the king of the watch, the the uh, I, the Game keeper of, of the watch. Game of Thrones is dead, so I don't remember any of the references. But um, uh, you are here, uh, Mark, to help lead us through all the watches. Because we've been like messaging back and forth on, and I, I don't even know any of these players. Yeah. I haven't done the research. I got called into bartend this afternoon, and so I didn't even. I'm just I'm I'm just here barely. Guys. I got you, Wes. Yeah, thank you. Um, Along for the ride. Uh, so let me start first, though, with the biggest news, uh, which will probably take the next hour. Um, <laughs> Minnesota United legend, captain, li- captain for life. <laughs> Vadim Demidov has retired from uh, soccer. Um, anyone, uh, anyone have a good eulogy that they want to give for him? Lighters up. <laughs> I mean, it's we're gonna miss him. Does he get a Viking funeral? <laughs> <laughs> Will he be part of the Ring of Honor at yeah. Allianz? I mean, I am tempted. I have not yet decided who the next, next candle. Next, no, candle. no, the next. Because uh, um, Deathloon Solstice will come up in January, and we'll have a new Minnesota uh, legend for a, 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 one of the um, paintings, one of the uh, icons. That's true. I mean, it may or may not be Vadim that's Demidov. That's a good candidate. Uh, but Vadim is definitely on the list at some point. Uh, um, 
So, uh, any what was what was your favorite Vadim Demidov moment? I it's mean, quiet. Wow. <laughs> it had to be Portland, right? That yep. time, that time he gave up the penalty in like, the rain. Didn't he give it like three times? Didn't when we had up? such, you know, everyone was feeling so good going into it. We're like, we got this, we got this, and then we didn't. Really, <laughs> I, I did not feel that way. I do remember there was one game in that that year. That season is now just a blank. But I do think there's one game where a player just literally was like, I'm just going to run into him. And he can't move. <laughs> and I'm gonna get a penalty, and so he just like runs into him, and and Vadim's like, <laughs> and like just gets like trampled by this guy. A penalty ensues, and uh, hilarity. I have a lot of memories of just people passing him by, you know, just running past him in yeah. the sense of like couldn't determine if he was going to pressure or he was going to hold onto the mark. It's like a beta version of Calvo. See, I, I, here's my thing. I was actually disappointed version. in that, not that like he, like, I mean, he's, he's a terrible center back, but I thought like for how bad we were that first season, why we didn't at least trot him out and try him as a number six where he could get beat. He's not the last line, but he could do something. We had Colin Warner, my friend. Yeah. Journey, journeyman. Journeyman. <laughs> he, he never played number six though that often either. I mean, he played a position yeah. near a six. He was, he was six adjacent. I he was more of a number eight, six adjacent. Yeah, six Man. degrees. Uh, I just remember extreme amounts of profanity. That's all. Vadim, Vadim Demidov. Uh, just what's what's funny is that there have been way worse oh, center backs yeah. oh, in the league, oh. even even since, and he is still amongst uh, MLS fans. I think it's just because Minnesota has a really good proper. Uh, self-flagellation Twitter presence. So most, like, there's other MLS people around the league who know our joke about Vadim Demidov, but, like, Vadim Demidov still comes up on MLS's Extra Time Radio, even though it's, like, like Michael Mancian costs way more and for uh, uh, Revolution. But uh, Vadim Demidov, uh, my friends. Have a sour round. Everyone at home, yes. pour something and pour it out. That's all right. Here's looking to you, Vadim. Looking forward all the for memories. that 30-second tribute tape that the United will put out on the next home game. With, um, I will remember you. Actually, someone who's bored tomorrow, make that video do slow motion of him giving a PKs with Sarah McLaughlin. Just do it for me. Sad dog. I will, I will buy you many beers at the bar. Uh, I, I want to say just uh, soccer coming up this week. Um, uh, did any of you watch League MX quarterfinals? Um, I watched the Santos and Rayados game, and that was an interesting one because, I mean, the way Liga La, La Liguilla is is just uh, the away goals are way more than the than the, than than the home they count, goals. They count for like seven goals. Kind of like that. It might as well be. It's like two two to one. So like, if you're a home team, you got to be up five two before you go in the second leg to be able to be like confident enough to. Give up a goal or two, and you might be able to go or aggregate. And that's what happened between Santos and uh, and Rayados. You know, that's what that, that's how it, it went down to it. The interesting thing, though, is uh, uh, Monarcas was able to. Uh, I mean, Morelia was able to pull out the upset. They won two one, and um, the person to score the second goal. It's not done, and then Edison Flores. So a beautiful goal by Edison Flores. So looking forward to to all the speculations later on. Um, the semifinals are uh, start this Wednesday. 
Monterrey versus Nicaxa. Is that how I said that team name? Yeah, Nicaxa. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then the other the other te- the other two teams are uh, Morelia and America, who beat Tigres, and that was, uh, I mean, maybe not an upset because America are no tiny team, but Tigres have won the last seventeen million, I believe, Liga MX titles, something mm-hmm. like that. Since I believe since three thousand BC, they've won everyone. <laughs> uh, uh, also, the Liga Femenil MX is also in their in their later stages of playoffs. So, if not in their finals, I think the second leg is today. Yeah, South American leagues are all wrapping up as well. Brazil ends this weekend. It's not in the notes, Eric. I'm putting it in. <laughs> you, wow. You, you Euro so supremacist. <laughs> uh, Argentina, too, and Uruguay, I think, ends actually in a couple days, I think. Um, it does, because then we've got the Club World Cup coming up later in December. I know one person... Not even later, like next week, I think, isn't it? Not, uh, well, two, two weeks, weeks, yeah. Two it weeks. only matters when Liverpool are in. Yeah. Just here for, for Corey. Ooh, yeah. um, I think they're going to bail out of both of them. Uh, speaking of Wednesday, uh, like there's uh, mid, midweek games all this week uh, that we're opening up for at, at the Blackheart. Um, the 2 o'clock game tomorrow is something I should have written down. But Wednesday is Man U versus Spurs. Uh, and then 45 minutes later, uh, Liverpool versus Everton. Uh, slightly less interesting game than the Jose Mourinho Derby. Uh, <laughs> I've gone full Jose. It only took me like eight minutes. Was it the ball boy? It was the ball boy. It totally got me. (laughs) Goes over and hugs the ball boy after the ball boy throws it in. Did you you see that the ball boy also got to join him for like the player only like pregame meal next to the next match too? And then and then and then Jose announced that they're gonna have a different ball boy or ball ball girl in uh, before every match. Well, and uh, I mean Tottenham has has legendary ball. Ball crew or whatever. <laughs> the ball crew carrying balls. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, legendary. They had, they had, like they had, uh, they had one guy who just like threw it. I think it was a Europa League game. Uh, just threw it right at the opposition player's crotch, and you could see the guy. It kind of hit it, and you could see him give the kid a look where he, he like the first like his. He, like con- consciousness did not kick in, and he was like, "I'm gonna hit this kid." He's like, "Oh <laughs> shit, I can't." Uh, yeah, just legendary. Uh, and then Saturday is the Manchester Derby. Um, there's games on uh, all the time, and uh, come visit because uh, I'm bored Saturdays usually lonely, unless it's a Liverpool or Palace game. I'm always lonely. Um, uh, so, anyone else have uh, any non Minnesota United things that they would like to address? Uh, Ballon d'Or. Oh yeah, that happened. Oh today. yeah, yeah. Who actually won? I I was like, I got messy, messy. Messi, Rapino. Yeah, Rapino won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. All right. <laughs> you take this because your daughter just went to town on on the oh, on our Slack channel about yeah. that. Yeah, that's really interesting. Go ahead. Giselle has Labyrinth. his. Uh, Wait, Giselle's on your Slack channel? Well, she's not on my Slack channel, but but she's on my she's she on my be. Insta- she's she's just on Instagram, okay. and so every she like she. She shares a lot of posts on her IG about you know soccer, women's soccer, and all the other stuff. So she wasn't very happy with um, with the way that the Ballon d'Or for the women were situ- situated. Her argument is that Megan Rapinoe and um, Alex Morgan didn't do anything for their club uh, to be able to make them successful at all, and that um, she's not wrong. No, she's not, and that's the funny thing, right? The way she puts yeah. it, she gives it that. 
that pre-teenager sad about it. But did Messi do anything for his country? Right, right. Oh. Yeah. So, so the thing is, the thing is, they're right. What is the Ballon d'Or way more? Oh. Right? Club or country? Right. And in this case, it's totally World Cup. What was that joke? That there was another one that came out that it wasn't it wasn't Giselle, but they said that Alex Morgan came in third. Yeah. And the joke was. That's 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 like two, two more, more matches games, than two she more matches actually played. She played for, her, for Orlando. <laughs> yeah. So like Giselle, yeah, she, I think I posted that on a Slack channel too because she was laughing about that. She had all the dead emojis all over that, but she did believe that uh, bronze deserved to be second. But she, yeah. um, I forget who she had uh, to go in for first. Is it Medimia? Open. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's who she believed should have gotten the Boldo or not Merpino. And she's a big Merpino fan. And she's a big Morgan fan. Yep. She's a big Heath, Heath fan, but. To have that analysis, and I was like, I'm here pretty, for all the comments. I'm like, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking for Bridget or someone, an MLS female, that just to take her under wings and teach her the, the right ways to let her angst and just. Sensei. Yep. I got this. Um, there was a new keeper award too. I can't even remember what it was called, but Alison won it first ever. So just best keeper? It's, it's I got guess a, that makes sense. It's like, got a literally, name though. Like, yeah, it start with a Y. I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, it was the, it was the, the Yago the, Memorial. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's it. Yago, yeah. the parrot from Aladdin? No, Yago, oh. the, uh, the the legendary Minnesota, Minnesota United, United player. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. Uh, before anyway. my time. Yeah. See, before yeah, Corey. Oh, oh, you missed the before Yago Corey. days. I, I, did, I will say that um, I was having a, a, a DM conversation with uh, Bruce McGuire and, and Jeff Ruder uh, about... Because... Um, Jeff, we were all talking about uh, Jeff was going to publish his uh, best uh, 11 over history. And then in it, I was like looking up some players and like so many players were like coming to mind. Like I already like freaked out on this show when I remembered that Omar Daly played for the team. But like uh, we realized that um, part of the Deathloon Solstice, what we'll do is is do a, a, an episode where we we talk through that list uh, uh, of, of the, the historical players. Because there are players like... Yago, I mean Johnny Steele. Obviously, we all keep near and dear to our hearts, but like, Super there's villain. there's some great ones out there. Um, let's take a break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna start in. Well, we'll we'll do some goalkeeper stu- news stuff, but then we'll start in with the watches. Back on the 55-1 podcast, uh, let's start with this. Uh, Jeff Reuter tweets, I'm hearing Minnesota United has made an offer to Vito Minone, which would make him MLS's highest paid goalkeeper in 2020, eclipsing Brad Guzan's wages. Um, he also then, I think, followed up and said that this likely is not a DP, uh, but TAM thing. Which So Guzan, his base was 680, his guaranteed was 740, I think. Mm-hmm. And so this would likely be in the seven, I think probably seven fifty, like yeah. probably about that as well. Um, here, use the Chilean to rinse it out. <laughs> no, okay, no, it's okay. It's only beer. Okay, um, so I, I, I want to basically ask here. Uh, maybe Stephen Nelson's question is good. Uh, would you rather have Vito for another year or spend money on a striker? Striker. Striker? Wait, is this before Robles got picked up? Was this <laughs> right. Right? Well, yeah. So Robles, yeah, Luis Robles was obviously the biggest, the biggest uh, free agent, and he got t- taken by Inter Miami. God, a team. Yep. Yeah, because I believe he asked the question on Twitter before Robles was picked up. 
Yeah. 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 So, so I mean, I guess the question is, would you rather, uh, the, the, the two scenarios are the first is we get a, um, uh, a Bob, Bobby Shuttleworth type, uh, goalkeeper in, in the net, right. A, a pretty decent one, uh, starts on most teams around the league. Uh, I would say a B level, uh, keeper, um, and the other, and you get to do that, and then you spend a lot of money on a on a great striker. The other option is you uh, you have Vito, and you sign another Angelo. Yeah, we can't do that. I mean, from from the beginning, like you know, we we were talking on this podcast, or at least I was mentioning that if we if he was coming back, he had to either make Guzan money or like between Guzan and and. Tim Howard money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Tim Howard retired. So, they, you know, that, that that's the equation. So he had to make more than that. And I think if you have a young goalkeeper in in, in, in your and you something that you're trying to build up, you need to the I had the idea that we would find someone between the three hundred, you know, four hundred thousand dollar range, even five hundred thousand dollar range, to have someone who would be willing to, you know, split sometimes, just like the LAFC model was in a sense, right? They had two goalkeepers that at times are splitting times playing and giving them opportunities to play. That way building up your your depth and having at one point, you know, St. Clair be being your starter. I, that was my idea. And then signing someone, you know, off Liga League Two or, or Liga Two from any South American league that, you know, is tearing it up and then just um see how that works as a forward, right? Is there a happy medium where like we can find someone for like I'm assuming Bobby's in the like two hundred. He was like what one fifty, I think, for salary. Uh, it wasn't I much. Think he made more than that, but was he? But I, I feel like we could find someone like I mean Miller from LAFC. Yeah, I know he was available in the expansion draft. Is he? Is his contract up at the end of this December? I, I or not? I, uh, I, I don't mean, remember. I thought there was some drama about LAFC like not offering him a new contract. I would. I he he's the first person that I was looking at at the. With the expansion of the re-entry draft, I was like, "That's the one you get." Other than Robles, how old is that guy, Miller? Not that it matters. I'm just curious. curious. Um, I I guess the the one thing is, you know, uh, um, uh, Bruce had had tweeted out his list of the 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 list of the goalkeepers and who he thought were um, better or, or really good. And you know, you look at in terms of the highest paid. Guzan, Manone, Andre Blake is making fifty five five hundred fifty thousand. Uh, uh, Robles, Hamid, uh, Sean Johnson, uh, Bono from U two, uh, David Bingham's making three hundred seventy five thousand. Yeah. Uh, David Usted, Timilia, uh, Stefan Fry. Stefan Fry only makes three hundred thirty eight. So the weird thing about goalkeepers, and the reason you can't really you can't really judge the cost of them is that uh, there's so few really good ones and they come about in different ways that um, you can get a Stefan Fry out there. But like if you wanted to get a Stefan Fry now, you'd have to pay him uh, a veto money. You'd have to, you'd have to do that. Would that be worth it? I think so. Like I think um, using a little bit of Tam, uh, 300,000 or something like basically you're using like, how much money it took to get Dominic Baji from Dallas to Cincinnati to get a, a, an improvement over Vito, I think is better than uh, Tyler Miller. Maybe he's not 
you know, it, it's it's a varying like tiny percentage better, but that's the way it works in in goalkeepers. They're all just you know a little bit better, and so, right? And that comes off to the trade off too. It's like what. Do you expect Mark Watson to get that's going to improve the team for three or four hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, and is it actually going to improve the team enough? Like having Vito on the back line will, and I because the other thing that we're that we're not talking about is like Vito's directing directing that entire black back line. Like even even Ike is doing Ike is doing taking more control, but Vito is directing that entire back line. He's the most vocal person back there, other than Ike. I understand the the approach that they have, right? You pay you you pay the inflation of 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 the, of the quality that uh, you know that Vito has proven this past year, you know, and he, and I'm not, I'm not against him getting paid. He gets paid, okay, paid, yeah, no, that's no problem. I just think that from a perspective of like, how long are you going to keep him, right? And as you make the offer, what is the what is what is what is the chances that he actually is going to say yes? Yeah, or no? what are you going to sign him to another yeah, year I mean, with like, a, so, with an option? I think it's a three year deal. A three year deal. Yeah, and, that, and that, then what that, then that puts Saint Clair at what position? You, because Saint Clair is like he's getting groomed to be Canada's number one. Yep. So uh, it's like, and how far off from that do you guys think we are? I mean, is it a season? Is it three? I if it's, it's a three I year contract, three. we it's still have not seen da- uh, like goalkeeping. He is a great prospect. People think very highly of him, but. We haven't seen him do anything, and we do need to see him do that. But yeah. like, we have there's lots of prospects who don't pan out, right? And so, Abu, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bless <okay>. you. Uh, <laughs> so I think that uh, I think that my my thing is um, you can work that, and like, let's say Dane is like suddenly showing up uh, at the end of this year in training, and you, you you see this this whiz, then like. Other teams will take Vito. Other teams want that that player. He's yeah. only thirty one or thirty two. Thirty one. And so, I think that you have to go with who's going to make your team better now. And it's not an extremely short term thing because he's still got a lot of good years ahead of him. My other emphasis is that the team should always be looking as as often as possible to surefire good. Uh, you know, if they can get surefire great like Ike, right? Then that that's great. But like, there are a lot of times where, and and this is where I I think of like uh, Miguel leaving, right? Miguel, you know what you can get from him, and it's good. Maybe you can get him to be even better. But to replace him, you'll get another player who like, you know, are they are they better? Can you can you trust that they're better? And same thing with uh, with. Um, uh, Vito, right? Like we could go find another goalkeeper, and hopefully they don't have domestic abuse uh, uh, allegations, like uh, oh, Dingleberry yeah. McGee from where? Where was he from? Argentina, yeah, yeah. Argentina, yeah. Anyway, um, you, you Dingleberry can, McGee, yeah, yeah. I've, I know that's that's a very Argentinian name. <laughs> totally, like, totally, totally. La plata, che, yeah. boludo, completamente. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I just feel like that family pull. That's so. I mean, he wants to go back to Italy. If he wants to be close to his family, that's, that's just going to be hard to. Because he to hasn't break. played in Italy since what he was fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, assuming that there really is the interest that we think there. There, yeah, there are many be. options on the table for him right now. Like it's his picking. If he decides to play, come back for whatever, I mean, we don't know the details of the contract yet, but we know it's 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 did, more than Guzan Guzan money. So. Did DC pick up the Bill Hamid's option? I believe so. I thought they I, were, isn't he on loan technically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
I know, I know Bill Hamid is coming back to D.C. I know that. But, I mean, couldn't Minnesota, like, Minnesota could go go to a guy like that and be like, hey, look, I know you really love it there, but, like, you know. It's colder here. Yeah, it's yeah, colder. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, the new the new Minnesota could. I mean, I would Previous have. Previous Minnesota, have, I don't know. I would have. I would, I would doubt it. I would have Icopara personally delivering yeah, boxes yeah, yeah, yeah. of chocolate. That's how you do it. I mean, I could I think. you're going to say a severed horse's head. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that, I would, no, I'd have Vito, Vito's yes. the man I'd want delivering that. Beat me to that it. That beautiful man. Uh, like, I guess, I guess I, just, just with this, it's like, you go for Vito, maybe they can't get him, but I think that they have to at least pursue that because you know what you can get with that and it's pretty damn good. It's cool they're fighting yeah. for it. I mean, I, yeah. I just um, appreciate the fact they're putting and up a fight. And you can look at this list of goalkeepers and how much they're making, but like, they're not available. These guys, you know, you're not going to get Stefan Fry. You're not going to get Tim Melia. You're not going to get Sean Johnson. Maybe you could get Bill Hamid if you if you like personally deliver either either a severed horse head or boxes of chocolates, depending on your carrot stick why not approach. Both? Yeah, why not? Chocolate. And also, it's just a box of chocolates in the mouth yeah, of the horse. That's yeah. how it is. And that's also, it's just nice is. too that like for the first time that I can remember, especially from uh, the MLS period, we're coming back with our. Our back four, our back four that we started with at the yeah. end of the season, that we're starting with at yeah. the beginning of the season, yeah. and we're good. Like basically, we just need to find some depth on the um, fullbacks, and our like yeah. defense is looking solid. And if we can keep mm-hmm. him with a guy who knows the system, knows yeah. the guys he's playing with, and just start up on day one where they left off, I don't see a problem with and, that. And do you be more intentional with St. Clair and bring him in on not lower profile games, but? Just a few. Rotate just, him just in him more in. often. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it all depends. I mean, like how lo- what the contract is for, for yeah. Vito. Is it, is it two years? Is it a three year? You know. Yeah. I mean, the the less years, the more money guaranteed. I'm assuming that's what he that he would get, and yeah. that that you know. So if he just wants to try it out for a year and then go somewhere else or or two, then you know it all depends. But I do believe that Saint Clair needs to be getting more playing time, more opportunities. Uh, if not with you know. If not with the United, then on loan somewhere with the USL team. Y'all ready for this? We're going to do some... Yeah. Uh, we're going to do some watches here. I don't know who wants to go first. We've got we've got them in order in our notes here, but... Oh, we'll just have we'll, we'll just have the, the watchmaster go first. Do you want to go first, Mark? Well, you, I, Mark, you do one of yours. Your, just Peace Go Watch? That's all you got? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, road there you go, Peace Go Watch. <laughs> No, when I was putting it on my list, I discovered that my list is rather Peruvian heavy. There you go. Hey, here you go. So, right, you start with a player. Your give, us, give us your yeah. first. How about you pick a player? Can I start with the one about. that brought us all together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Play the hits, man. Nicholas Benedetti. Oh, Benedetti watch. Yes. All right. So, here's the thing. With Darwin leaving, Chacon not really knowing if he's going to be starting yet. Benedetti's not getting the minutes. I think I saw that of the seven players that uh, Club America has gotten in the last two transfer periods, he's gotten the least amount of minutes. Uh, we could totally get him some minutes and get him in there. So just to do a loan. And then also if you do a loan and you work it right, you can do some sort of like LA Galaxy magic where you can get a guy on loan and who has a giant contract and somehow it doesn't count as a DP. At the so, last minute. Yeah. Garber so, bucks. Yeah. So we just do that. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, because I mean, it's the dream. He's so pretty. Right, and he's and, so pretty. And the, and the, and the, and the, he's already, there's already drama in that club with him and not, not not being friendly with the coach. Oh yeah, that happened too. Because he's 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 friends with I forget he's Jeremy friends with Menace. another player. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. 
and he's been, and then the coach is very anti. Um, coach is a big homophobe. homophobe. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, that I was trying to look for. I did What I didn't actually get about that story is, um, like, how did that relate to Jeremy Menez? It's two separate things. Oh, so apparently he doesn't like the fact that he's friends with Jeremy Menez, and the coach. The coach doesn't like that fact, and Benedetti doesn't like the fact that his coach is a homophobe. Yeah, he defended him. I mean, he like basically called out the coach and was like, "Stop being an asshole." <laughs> yeah. So um, Benedetti sat on the bench, was unused in uh, in the. America game against Tigress. Uh, I, I think you're great. So, like, what would it take to get? Would would him? they be able to uh, get him on a transfer and have two DPS at number ten? Uh no. Kay. Maybe. I mean, uh, we don't. I mean, Chacon, he didn't he play out on the wing a little bit too when he was playing. Yeah, well, they, we just throw everyone on the left wing. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. a good point. Default. I mean, it's Adrian Heath. He plays people out of position. Let yeah. him play him out of position. God. Yeah, just like uh, I don't know. Can you play left wing? I mean, yeah. I'm a goalkeeper, but I need minutes. So yeah, sure. Everyone's an inverted winger on Heath's yeah. system. Yeah, inverted. Uh, all right. Uh, Who wants to go next? Uh, Eric, do you wanna do you wanna give us your your latest? Sure, Mishael, watch for Goyaz. It looks like Michael, but because we actually can pronounce Latin words from the Latin alphabet, it's Mishael, not Michael, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still calling him Michael. Yeah, I don't care what you say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, man, his story—it's great. I mean, I, I build this just around the narrative for MNUFC. I think it fits so well. Um, so he started, he, he rose from the third division C uh, to the B to the A. He always played in Jamie Goyaz Vardy State. of Brazil. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, actually. Not, not bad. Um, Is his so, wife in, in a scandal? On- I hope not. <laughs> I'm not sure he's married, to be honest. Uh, but, but yeah, so the, the state, he, he just built his following throughout the state playing in these tiny little... C division clubs. Monte Cristo doesn't even have a website. I'm not even familiar with them. Goianesia, Goiania, they're they're second division of the state, which means they're like barely even a, a national uh, league. If that make, kind of makes sense, it's like almost it's like yeah. a level up from club, basically. What you're not really selling on him. I'm getting selling there, man. Okay, I'm, right. I'm talking about the rise. Yeah, yeah this okay, is where he started, right. and and so this is how he built his notoriety just within the state of, of Goyaz. He was very true to the state. Um, eventually, he gets picked up by the biggest team, Goyaz, and plays in Serie B 2017-2018. Does pretty well. And as I've mentioned on this show and on the other show, after a decade of, of Serie B and almost getting relegated to Serie C, uh, Goyaz, we got promoted last year for the first time in a long time in that decade to Serie A. And with that, stop me if this sounds familiar, they got a new coach. Coach came in with new ideas and kind of looked at Mishael and said, you are a Serie B player. You are not a top division player. He said, you're too short. You're this and this and this. And he benched him basically. And so in the first month or so, two months of the, of this, of the, uh, of the season, he was a sub didn't get a lot of minutes. I think he still scored maybe one, but uh, it wasn't until coach two of three because 
this is con me bowl and yeah. we go through coaches like the seasons change <laughs> enjoy that minnesota united supporters oh. so coach two listening to the entire state screaming at them to play michelle actually puts him in and then turns out he is the fire that we all believed he was um and at this point now they have they have two matches left but he's got nine goals, five assists, had one assist yesterday. And I, I saw a message, there, there was a tweet about, uh, can we find a striker that either, you know, can play just a direct striking role, a secondary striker, or left wing, and turns out this man can do all three of those. He sometimes lines up right up top as just the, the destroyer, and then a lot of times he'll go out left wing. And shout out to Pablo, one of his... Uh, Nacional rejects at the at the you know near death old age of twenty six is now being reborn there in Goyal's on the right and these two have like that kind of that uh, that messy uh, Suarez kind of sixth sense where he just put he just constantly serves him and Michelle's there to put it in okay um, but yeah it's great and he's awesome and so, he's he's little but he's just super dynamic he's five five same same yeah. What's that? What's the transfer fee? Transfer fee is 2.85 in value. This is transfer marked. And just to be clear. Just value. We were talking about this before we recorded, right? Not on. Okay. Um, Transfer marked uh, is like simultaneously bullshit and a real thing. Uh, So, you know, maybe we could get him for 2 million. Maybe maybe it would take 5 million. I mean. They'll put up a fight too because. He's 23. Okay, so he's young. He's young. Um, he's short. Yep. Um, so perfect for Metineers crosses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. Oh, he'll get up All there right. and do Ian some will just fancy. Head the ball to each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right at the level. Oh, that's, that's true. That's if like if right only on. we'd like handballs. Like, handballs for everyone. <laughs> if we had that scene from the Gremlins where they all just go and attack, it would be like. Yeah. If we had Abu up top, Michelle on the left, Chacon in the hole. We put, uh, you know, keep Darwin around and keep him on the right. Just like this little... Defenders like, will literally never see him. Yeah. 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 Just run through their legs. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Uh, they'll put up a fight, though, because they are in... They've they've qualified for um, the Sudamericana tournament, so they're probably really going to try and keep him around for what it will be their first international tournament again in a decade. But uh, it'd be cool. I, I think, like I said, knowing that he can do all three of those roles and he's really good and just he is the destroyer that we're kind of looking for or a form of that destroyer and can play left wing and happen to play for your favorite. Hey man, it writes itself. I love, I do love that you like are like every Goyas player. You're like, it's like, here's the yes, thing. You know, it's, who's it's, gonna it's, succeed been, it's in... been three decades of yeah. mostly trauma, my man. Yeah, so I the know. fact that it's actually working out is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, do you have a player you want to uh, go to? Um, I think we'll just bring one a, a good one that was rumored around similar around this time last year, specifically for Minnesota United and uh, NYCFC is uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Cavetto, uh from Peru, currently plays for Alianza Lima, who I believe either just won or play. No, they're playing in the finals of the Centralizado League, and, and so um, he's been. Uh, he was rumored last year. In the window, um, young midfielder make a great pair with Chico, and he 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 just embarrasses people, right? He he has good shots. He plays uh, left wing, center forward. Current market value, it's about a million dollars. You know, he is well. Transfer market has him 
as his contract expiring at the end of the month. Exactly. It does. And that's the other thing. Oh. And yeah. and and his being his father is his uh is like I don't know if he's a pusher or like <laughs> like <laughs> like he's just advocating for him so he's like he's he's been he, like all the deals go through his dad so like it, is he on Twitter? That'd be great. No, I, I, I wish I've been looking. I, I can't find his members on Twitter. But like every every be every Neymar. news out of Peru regarding him, it, it it goes from like he's his dad is is working behind the scenes to get him either to come to an MLS team. I love it when Mason Toy's dad likes my tweets. Kenley's <laughs> <laughs> dad, oh. oh yeah, yeah, especially when they're critical tweets. Yeah, yeah. and then there's also uh, Portugal. Porto has been watching them as well too. So. But you know, contracts up at the end of this month. Um, he should be available, and he's been rumored more than once. So I think more than likely, uh, either he makes a, a jump to the MLS or he makes a uh, he, he makes a jump to Portugal. But more I of think a winger, more of a forward. Would, would... Uh, I think both. I think he's 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 like more like a scoring midfielder. So okay. Does he line up more right wing though? Mostly. Yeah, he lines up more right wing. He can play left too. That's I guess. perfect for us. Yeah, let's get right a right wingers. winger that we end up having to throw on the left wing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Plus, he doesn't come from Laou, so he's currently playing for Alianza Lima. That's your main he, point, I think, actually, uh, right? Because Alianza Lima is, is, is my brother's an Aliancista, my dad's an Aliancista, the majority of my family is Aliancista, except for me. I'm a Sporting Cristal guy, but I, and, and then, and then uh, our Phoebe, a, previous, a previous Peruvian on the Minnesota United was from Laou, so that's... I mean, and the only U player that I actually cheer for uh, plays for Seattle. So, Juvenia, you Cavedo was also on your watch. He was, list. yeah. And there was a rumor, like, or not a rumor, a report from like Fox Sports Peru back in like two weeks ago that said that he's coming, he's leaving for an MLS club in January, and mm-hmm. it was an unspecified MLS club. So, yeah. So maybe it's, maybe it's a, why why not us? Why not us? I mean. We're a team that has uh, how many d- d- DP spots do we have open? Two. We have, uh, Gregush and Chacon. So maybe we, we have only one. have one, but yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we need someone, and uh, and it's quite obvious that they are going to bring in another DP. Um, uh, Mark, do you have another? Uh yeah. I mean, keeping with the wing kind of thing. Um, and actually, wait, what's what's a club in Peru that you hate? Um, <laughs> Universitario. All right. Guess where this guy plays? Uh, <laughs> I did Lashy Gomez. Uh, Alejandro, is it Holberg? Sure. Holberg. Holberg? Oh, him. Okay. 20, <laughs> 28 years old, lines up as a left winger or a striker. Um, Sensing a theme. Uh, so far in 2019 season, he's had uh, four goals and five assists in 17 matches. Um, he apparently has a clause in his contract that only allows for an immediate. Uh, MLS transfer, so it's the only place that he can leave immediately is right. for MLS. And, and it's and this and this is actually becoming a trend, at least in Peru in the contract talks, but also like in other parts in South America where like they have a clause, specifically no MLS teams. I have no idea why. It's the Elmeron clause. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but yeah, and the and weird. Yeah, it's weird. I it's wonder weird. what the advantage. Like, is that something that the agents want or the teams want? Like, teams are like. I don't, that's it's just like a weird like, I mean I, it's great, but is right. this this is specific for Peru? Because I was saying I don't think I've heard about this for Brazil. There's a couple of Peruvian players who who have that clause okay. in their contract. Like, so it's a trend that's been showing up, and this is one of the the options. Is like you know like yeah yeah we 
you can break a contract if we go to an MLS team in a sense, right? Oh. Yeah, and transfer market value is about eight hundred thousand, so it wouldn't be a DP kind of level player, just be a left winger. Twenty eight years old. Yeah. Uh contract until he's got still under contract for a couple more years. All right. Wicked smart. Uh anyone who, who wants to go next? Rodrigo, do you have another? Do you want should we let Mark do his thing? I I said we'd let Mark do his thing. I only have one more and that's Edison Flores. So that's Flores Watch that was um, reborn after uh, Zeller uh, asked me why we weren't going after uh, Edison Flores as he was watching the um, the Morelia game. Sounds like you want to talk about Edison Flores. Yeah, I mean, Edison Flores <laughs> has always been <laughs> one of my favorite... Just keep it moving. Favorite, favorite Peruvian players that currently are on the squad. I mean, he is just the awkward little kid. You know, he's got the big ears, so they call him Orejon, Orejas. And he's that attacking... Um, He's an attacking midfielder who can, it just happens to be at the right place at the time, be able to score. I, I mean, in the last Copa America, Peru versus Bolivia, there is a one beautiful play where he he gets a ball and he dribbles it up the middle and then he fakes, he fakes a, he fakes a shoot and then the goalie and the defender all fall onto the ground, think he's gonna shoot, and then he just chips it right over them. I mean. This is one of those plays, and he's been that way for, for Peru, and he's just uh, consistent. So, I mean, uh, and he's not unhappy where he is, but he's also one of, one of the probably top Peruvian players in the Mexican league at the moment. So How old is he? Is that what club? Uh, Morelia. How old, Rodrigo? Do you know? Uh, I want to say 26. 25 on the list. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Mark, you keep, uh, keep it happy. Right. Franco. Franco Yara from Pachuca, which I only reason this interests me is because we had Pachuca come and do the little friendly thing at mm-hmm. Allianz Field this year. We have a relationship. Previously, we've gotten a couple players from uh, Costa Rica mm-hmm. and who we've done a friendly with. So there's precedence there of like the front office working out some deals with the teams that they bring in for friendlies. Um and apparently uh Pachuca is willing to release him. And besides Messi United being uh interested, uh also uh, about three or so a few uh Liga MX teams also interested in him. And yeah. so thirty one year old striker, um you know, so where did where was the uh where was the note about them being interested in releasing? Like, what was the context of that? Um, I and I got it from Google Translate. So I was going to ask you how much of your day is spent translating. Oh, it's so Spanish. bad. <laughs> it's, I, it's so bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um. I mean, it was some obscure website that um. I. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows of criteriahidalgo.com. I mean, yeah. that's a very well known, it's reputable. Yeah, it's very reputable, and so that's the reports out of. And so, but I mean, I also saw. Oh god, there was some other. I think it was might have been uh, Doyle who did like the shopping list for all oh, MLS I didn't clubs. Read that. Yeah, was it? and I thought he was is either this guy or some other guy was listed on there as a potential one. So, okay, um, this he's one of the the few like straight straight up strikers that that has been mentioned and 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 obviously like i think we fully expect an international striker to be brought in whether it's a dp or um yara 
you know, may not actually end up being a DP um, at his age. Uh, it may be something that uh, something can be worked out pretty easily for a smaller transfer fee, or uh, you know, and, and wouldn't wouldn't cost as much for his salary. Um, who else you got? Super Mario. Super Mario. <laughs> Super Mario. <laughs> All right, Mario Balotelli. Oh God, it would be amazing. It would be a shit show, but it would be one of the most amazing <laughs> shit shows you've ever seen. It would be so good, especially because imagine him on all the Met and Air crosses, just everywhere, just flying through the air. That is a beautiful. It would be fantastic. A beautiful sight. Um, right Vision. now he's uh, he's at, he's playing in Italy, so you know yeah, that sucks. obviously, yeah. Lots of news on, on him and his great and for his, people of color. The owner yeah. loves him. The, yeah. yeah, I believe. Oh did the owner say something like, "Well, it he's was, trying to recover, but you know, he's black." Yeah, yeah. And then the, and the yeah. club fully came out in defense of him. Uh huh. Yeah, like, and then they said that it was a joke, right? That they were saying that he was playing yeah. a joke, and I, I was like, "Okay, sure." That hole just keeps getting yeah. deeper. Yeah, keep and digging. like I mean, and it's terrible. They're like, you know, first week of November, he was like, it was Verona fans that were yep. like throwing racist taunts at me, yep. threatened to leave the game. Uh, then in an interview, he said he could he'd be tempted to go to MLS. Uh, there's also reports that, um, oh, what the, uh, I can't pronounce it, Galatasaray. Galatasaray. Yeah, the big club yeah. in Turkey apparently has already made him an offer. Yeah. I think Montreal is the one team I heard talked about in, in MLS. Uh, Toronto. Um, Toronto, if they also been, um, Maybe it was someone saying he would be perfect for for Montreal because of the uh, amount of Italians in in Montreal, but and and the batshit craziness of Joey Saputo and the whole ownership at Montreal, it would be kind of too perfect there. But uh-huh. let me ask you this: picture in your head, Adrian Heath, the striker whisperer. <laughs> I want I want it just for this. Picture, uh-huh. <laughs> picture him whispering. <clears throat> To Mario Balotelli. Yeah. What, is, what does that look like, you think? How how, ta- how, how tall is this? I'm fairly certain he can't get to his ear. Uh, <laughs> we both made this. How tall is, is uh, Balotelli? He's, uh, he's I would say tall. he's probably six foot one. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, Got a baby Bjorn. Yeah. <laughs> and Heath in the baby Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically like uh, Yoda in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> He just on his back the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Stick. Yeah. <laughs> shoot, shoot. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's like Super Mario is not making much money. Like he, his current contract is getting paid one point one million this year, which quadruples if he scores fifteen goals and the team doesn't get relegated. It's both. They're gonna get relegated. Yeah, though, they're gonna. Get, like. Yeah, yeah. They're... But yeah, if, and he's not gonna. So neither of those are gonna happen. So. And, and the, Russia I, is like, it's not that big. Big of a club, no, no. no. So, his home, like, wasn't it his hometown club? Yeah, going to Toronto would be a big step up. Going to Minnesota, just lateral move. All right, I, I mean, uh, so after all of these, we've got uh, so Mario, Franco Yara, Kevin Cavedo, Nicholas Benedetti, uh, Michael, and Flores, and Holberg. And Hobart, sorry. Uh, who of these excites you? Oh, I, I should ask this before I ask this question. I want to know who excites you the most and who, who you would be like, this is the one I would go for. But Mario Balotelli, we don't, we don't believe he's realistic for here, right? The thing is, there was some 
like article on MLS. I don't even know idea who the contributor was. I remember reading this actually. That like listed like the five. I think it was best. Doyle actually. No, it was, the, it was the real estate company. It, right? it was definitely someone who I did not recognize. <laughs> One of the realtors. Yeah. 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 But like they mentioned, they're like, this is like five Barb from teams. Anoka was talking about Mario Bunker. <laughs> <Good event. laughs> yeah. This is like the five teams. And the, you, like in MLS. Minnesota United was included. Yeah. Yeah. And they even said like, I realize this doesn't make sense right. that he's included on this list, but it actually does make sense. And went through some of the reasons. And one of them again was all of our crosses and how many times he throw it up yep. and how perfect he would be. I mean, that. it makes sense how great he would be here and how much like I would fucking love that. All of us around here. Uh, I mean, I would say if we thought all of these were equally realistic, let me ask this question first. Equally realistic, would all of you pick Mar- Mario Balotelli first? No, Benedetti. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, Eric? I'm, yeah. Rodrigo? It's tough. I mean, I'd say why not? I'll toss up between Balotelli, uh, Balotelli and, and Michelle. Sure. Look, we. we, we... Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think the guy who's like maybe not good enough for Syria. You're, you're acting surprised. Oh my god! Didn't you hear Unreal. it's all about the narrative? Oh my god! Thank you. Okay, <laughs> really? Oh. Corey. Somebody's listening for a Superman. Why can't we? Why can't we cheer for a Super Mario? Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, but I, I mean, what would I think? I, I'd have to honestly. I, I would. My dream would be Benedetti and um, and Flores. Those are my two things right there. Oh my god. I'm the lone ball. I mean, Balotelli on this team would, I like. Everything I was thinking was really obscene. I just won't say it because there might be kids listening. Bow, bow. Yeah, I would love to see the club put up a battle and fight for it. I think that'd be awesome. Uh for him. Okay, so then I'll ask the second question, which you've already then answered, which is, uh, because Balotelli is the most unrealistic uh, target here. So Benedetti. Is is it just because we're obsessed with Benedetti? Do is he actually this good? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but god damn it, I, 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 I really want to find out though. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I, I can no, buy I, that. He's, he's decent from what we've seen at what I've seen a couple of the few games that he has played. He he has that. Yeah. I mean I mean he can't I mean, the bar in terms of like testing right. out I players mean, like, is like the eighth circle of hell. He's, so he's, we'll, gonna, we'll be all he'd, right. He'd be a ten, though, right? Yeah, I mean that's where I would put him. Yeah. Right? He would be producing and creating. I mean, yeah. if you have a Chacon on your right or your left or wherever you decide to put him. Yeah. And then if you, you know, and you um, see who else do we have left over? Because we're, we're have, thinking, you have, yeah, you have Toy. I'm, I'm, you have, I mean, it's, yeah, you're, we're putting Toy up top unless we get. An international oh, and we, I, DP we desperately striker. need someone. I mean, uh, Toy had three good weeks last if, season. Yeah, if we start this season with Toy as our number one striker, we're in trouble. We're we're fucked. And I I, I think Toy is is going to be has a long way to go and and will be good or great. Yeah, I think but, Toy is a good player. I think he, he there's but, room to improve. I just don't think it's he, he should be a number one at the moment. I right. mean, I just I mean he needs more more time and and. To be playing within a system more whispering, that works. Guess. He just needs more <laughs> whispering. Um, so uh, I, who who put the um, uh, head coach watches here of Oscar Pereja and Nico Kovac? <laughs> awesome. That, that was me. Yeah. I mean, dream on, buddy. We're like, we went into this offseason and we told ourselves we're going to be, we, we have to be resigned to Adrian Heath. You have, to, you have to get excited about it again. It's the one thing about Comebol that I love is is the opposite extreme. Is like if you don't perform in two weeks, you're gone. That's well, like the bottom half of the Premier League now. It's <laughs> yeah. Just, 
See, here's the thing, though. Like, Adrian Heath, when he came, he, he was announced as an MLS coach in what, 2014, came in, in the 2015 season. Yeah. At that point, he was average. Fine. Whatever. Thing is, look at like average players of 2014, 2015, and how those average players would look on an MLS roster going into 2020 now. They would be well below average. And so if you look at the elite coaches that are coming in to all the different teams, everybody's improving. And every year, our rosters are improving. And we're looking at upgrading our positions. Like Ethan Finley, he was he was good for us uh, in 2018. He was okay for us in 2019. Ideally, we would be upgrading on the right wing so that he would be more of a you know depth role. And if you're looking at player coaches similar to players – you need yeah. to improve and yeah. looking to improve. It's nothing against Heath. It's just that there's a lot better coaches out there in the world and the league is improving. And if you want to be competitive, you need to bring in those elite coaches. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at me? You for? know, those, you, you know, know what I'm going to say about coaches, right? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're like burning your eyes through my head. There's, a, there's a Netflix know. movie about him right now. Oh, my Maradona. Now I know. <laughs> If you really want to show, this is just, just an inside thing between you and I. You know, like, if you want to show, just, just Maradona is available to coach. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Oh my god, yeah. can you imagine what that throne would look yeah, like? Yeah, would you imagine how much, how much fun that would be? Just, just an ice throne. <laughs> Pretty much, like oh, him oh, dancing oh. in the middle of it, you know, getting getting ejected by the by the 44th minute. You every, know match. <laughs> every match, every match. Ah. I mean, that doesn't sound as much fun as Balotelli <laughs> to me. <laughs> We're talking about coaches Balotelli here. Balotelli would at least score you're goals, still, man. You're still, you're still talking no, about yeah, forward. We're I'm, talking I'm about coaches. Ludrigo wants to burn it all down. I think it's what's happening. Uh, all right. Um, let's take a break. We'll come back. We've got some Twitter questions. All right, we are down to four. Uh, new dad Mark uh, had to go to ur- urgent care to uh, parenthood get his poop baby emergency. to poop. Uh, so anyway, uh, here here we are, um, and we're going to talk about. Uh, we've got some questions, so let's start with this. Um, uh, Christian Fitchett says, uh, "Top three picks you believe actually have a chance." Benedetti is apparently a cop out. I I fundamentally disagree with him. For positions, striker, playmaker, left wing. This is the one I was referring to, so I answered that. You're welcome. Which? Oh, oh, with the Mi- Michelle? Michelle rose above the shore. <laughs> I, I guess I would actually, let me just rephrase this this question and just say, say ask it this way. Um, if we get uh, journeyman to fill in, uh, decent journeyman, you know, uh, MLS players, to fill in, we know we need a left winger. We know we need a, a playmaker. We know we need a striker. Uh, if we get journeyman to fill in two of those spots who are decent, um, and then we we sign one of the watch watches, like we fill one of those positions. Actually, don't even pick a player. We get one of these watches or, or a great player for one of those positions. What would what would bring the most success? You're talking about what position? Yeah, striker. Just position. Just yeah. striker. Striker. Put the thing in the net. The end. 
That's that's literally been the problem this season. Yeah, it has. It has been the problem, but at the same time, the, the person that's been scoring most of our goals this past two seasons has been not a striker. It's, you know, yeah. I, I mean, get. I, I get. I get. I mean, I, I understand. You know, I think we do need a striker. We need someone who can actually, you know, put the ball in the net. Well, somebody but, who could do the movement in the box. Yeah. My my problem actually is that, um, and we talked about this a lot with Angelo in that like. He was he was brought in not to be the goal scorer, but to be someone who you've got this fluid offense behind him, and then the offense behind him was was not very good, right? Like, yeah. And so if you had three attacking players who were goal scoring threats, you can afford to have an Angelo. And the problem is now going in, uh, we could go in and have any like like we have for the last fucking eight decades in Minnesota <laughs> had like. You know, a troll play left wing or something like that. Um, uh, Jose Leton can probably re-sign, be resigned or something like hey, that. Um, you can have someone play that position and and we'll be fine. You know, you can move Molino over there or something. Um, but we just we don't we, we have one striker now. We literally have one striker. So yeah, it seems to me that like even if you brought in a Dominic Baji, you know, a one Dom of the, Dwyer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Had to go there. He had to get it in. <laughs> I mean, if you're willing to put up with Angelo, with a bunch of offensive threats, can you put up with a Dom Dwyer? Uh, it's no. past. It's no. past. Okay. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. All right. So, um, uh, uh, David Zeller asks, uh, if you could pull an Avengers Endgame time heist, nice. would you conveniently displace Heath A, before the U.S. Open Cup final, or B, before this shit-ass playoff match? It's a Hashtag great question. I love uh, this question. Well, with this, the main part about this question is that it makes me very excited. Now that uh, now that Zeller is off the David Martin leash on, on their podcast, that it's just going to be <laughs> David Zeller descending into dark madness, <laughs> screaming in a rage. He's out for an Heath. hour. Yeah, it's just, just him at some bar... Like fetal position, <laughs> yelling about Heath. So anyway, um, I, I mean, why? Why would can't you wait not, for that train to start? I mean, I, I don't think any of us are going to answer B. We'd all want it before the Open Cup final, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, I would do it right after the Portland game. Yeah, exactly. But that does that 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 time heist does sound awesome. If anyone mm-hmm. knows how to time travel, please let us know because who gets the time gem? I was going to say the the Garber Infinity Stones apparently are still out there. The Garber Infinity Stones. The Tam Jam, the Gam Jam. Yes. Yes. Ah, yes. It, it writes itself. All right, Andy Schlepp says, gem. I've heard Joe Greenspan played well for the Riverhounds in 2019. That ship uh, has probably sailed, huh? Um, it's not really a question. But uh, he, so, uh, yeah, Joe Greenspan won, was it Defender of the Year in USL? Uh, Johan Venegas uh, won, like, the Golden Boot and Best Player in Costa Rica. Oh, man. That, uh, that I missed. The, wow. it's, it's basically like uh, being, being the, you know, that, that uh, guy or gal who, like, uh, you know, you date someone and then they immediately go on and marry someone awesome. Like, you're the, uh, like, I think there's a, a phrase for that. Um uh, like you're you're the perfect like you know stepping stone to find their the their perfect love. Um, I mean Joe Greenspan. The problem with Joe Greenspan uh, is that we never gave him a chance. Um, we've barely given White Olmsburg a chance, 
And what made me Schieffer Decker frustrated? Yeah, yeah. Schieffer Decker is actually in town right now, but he's. I think like tonight he's at like a, a public meeting. Like he comes Sounds to town right. and he's like, oh, I don't want to do a podcast. I want to go city to planning. I want to go to city planning in yeah. effing Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, so Joe Greenspan, like, I don't know if you remember this about our team for the first few years, but our defense wasn't very good. Uh, Comes to mind. Wouldn't it have been amazing if we would have been like, hey, F this Francisco Calvo guy. Why don't we put this, give this guy a chance because everyone's sucking. Anyway, it's, uh, it's, Pretty depressing. Uh, I don't. There, there's no real question there. So let's move on. Matt Legas uh, says, <laughs> "Will Thomas Mueller live in the cities or the burbs?" I don't Ooh. understand this question. Thomas Mueller. Why are we talking about Thomas Mueller? Uh, I don't know. I saw uh, Bruce also tweeted. Oh, because he did. Because he's. Cause he's uh, he, he. I think he's out. Is his contract over. Yeah, he's, he's out of. Uh, Bayern, right? He's gonna yeah. be out, so he's yeah. Gonna, yeah. so he's looking. She's looking for a move. So one of the places. How that, old's that dude? Does it matter? I guess not. No, but yeah, I mean, Zlatan. Zlatan. Yeah, I mean, we took Slatan. I mean, wouldn't you take Mister uh, Mister? Uh, oh, jeez, I can't forgive him. They uh, Thomas Mueller is only thirty years old. Yeah. Okay. Why was he not on our watch? Yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> I mean, Thomas Mueller. Germany. I mean, it can be your watch, Wes. <laughs> Take yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. Thomas Mueller. I <laughs> Mueller mean, watch. Where, where would we play him? I guess is is the question. Oh, he's like, the destroyer. Just like where we supposed to be play right Miguel on the field? Yeah, yeah. That was Bastian Schweinsteiger in, in Chicago. Yeah, he's a center back now. Yeah, so who cares? Who because cares? He's, he's just got to make up for better than everyone else here. So he's got Calvo on his left. He's oh my god, yeah. Yeah, not there's not enough Bastian Schweinsteigers in the world to make up for that. Kenavaro would be like, I can't do this. You know, like, sorry. Um, I, I mean, Thomas Mueller. I, I mean, I'd actually put him up there beyond Balotelli. There, mm. I, I guess I didn't realize this was an option. No, right. I take like one day off Twitter, guys. And would you put I, like, him in the, would, would you put him as an eight? You can put so. him in. You could do that four three three with the three central midfielders and have Gregush and uh, and Muller moving up. And Muller would be like definitely off the leash and just moving. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Ozzy and Gregush and Muller in the midfield, and then you know Chacon on the left. Uh, Who do you uh, put on the right? Molino. Molino on the yeah. right and. Uh, Secret, secret striker, yeah, secret yeah. striker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that sounds awesome. But we'll just take, live, instead of Mario, we'll just take a, a Luigi striker. I also get, don't don't know. I'm sorry, Green Mario. <laughs> Matt is asking about the city, living in the city or cities or the burbs. I don't know if that's a reference to anything, but I mean, Thomas Mueller can. I, I don't know. He'll live at my house if he needs to, but. Nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. He'll live at the bar. The birth of Mueller. Um, watch. Uh, Tim. McLaughlin, McLaughlin, Tim says, uh, if you were to open a jewelry store called Watch Watch, which part of the game broadcast would you sponsor? This is a great question, Tim, and we are proud to answer it. This part of the game brought to you by Watch Watch. Uh, I mean, obviously, this would be stoppage time, right? I didn't think of that. That's way That's, better. That is good. That is really good. That's good. Watch, oh, watch. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm the genius. Matt Axelson says, <laughs> Damn. Uh, if you could purchase a specific... I don't understand Fart this noise. question either. <laughs> all right. Read, read it out loud. Maybe we all can try to decipher it. If you could purchase a, a transfer 
If you could purchase a transfer for a specific timepiece for your wrist as a part of a player acquisition, which brand or piece would you select? Does that make sense to anyone? So like 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 like, like an Apple Watch? Sure. Like, okay. I don't know. And then, I don't, that and may then be. what 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 transfer? Like, do you get the watch with the player? Yeah, yeah. Uh. I, I think it's one of the things. That, read that. Read that again one more time. Do I need to? If you could purchase a ti- transfer for a specific timepiece for transfer, your wrist okay. as part of a player exit, I don't get this at all. Because it's implying that you're paying for a transfer for the watch and a player. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. If you and, could and purchase a transfer for a specific timepiece for your wrist as a part of a player acquisition, like right. So if you get, I think it's a multiplayer Mario, deal. What, and the what watch kind of watch would you get? Oh. Damn it, Matt. Just ask that question. I mean, with Thomas Muller, I would want like a little old-time cuckoo clock watch mm. with a little bird coming out of it. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's Bavarian, but... I don't know, Bavarian if not, I don't know enough about watches. All right. Let, let me Moving ask on. a better question from Matt. This will be our, our one we kick <laughs> off. Have you seen the latest graphic novel, movie, HBO series adaptation? Uh. If so, what are your spoil, spoilerless reviewers... Watchman, watch. That's why he asked the question. Uh, Watchman, I, I don't have the password right now. I, oh, I, I've heard I nothing but the password ama- before you. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, then I'm gonna catch up. Um, I'm all about Baby Yoda. This? I was just gonna say that Baby Yoda. Well, I'll ask you, well, I'll ask you about just... Baby Yoda in a second. But have you watched Watchmen? Though? No, because no, well, I don't have Yoda. HBO. Yeah. So why would I watch Watchmen? I have HBO, but it's, it's... apparently we're all getting his password. Apparently, it's all Baby Yoda. About time someone give me a password. Okay, then tell me. So Watchmen, good. Baby Yoda, tell me about the Mandolin. The, the so, <laughs> <laughs> the hay bale causes so, hablando. <laughs> so many kitchen injuries. It's a different mandolin. He doesn't even like music. It seems like that's all. Totally <laughs> no, I, well, I don't think uh, he likes the anything. Mandalorian, you like it? I love it. I think it's great. I think it's. I think you it, know what, why? Uh, why, why is that? Because because this is the way. Yeah, yeah. Because no Jedi, probably. Uh, uh, yet. 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 Five years, five, it's five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, the timeline is crazy. It's really interesting, we interesting but the, the, I also my, like the fact that each episode, it seems it's directed by a different person. Yeah, yeah Bryce Dallas Howard did the yeah, last so one. Like, it's like it's been really interesting. Really? Yep. Yeah. What oh, about Taika Waititi? Yeah. Has this showed up yet? That, that's going to be bananas. Oh, no, she did, be she directed the A-Team episode? The the last one, one yeah. with uh, uh what's yeah, her name? Yeah, yeah, And it's an eighteen episode. Yeah, exa- yeah. exactly. Uh, the thing that I love about Baby Yoda is that Werner Herzog called the <laughs> so. entire crew cowards because they wanted to make it CGI and not do the animatronic puppets, um, wh- which why, they did when they were shooting. Why was he involved with it? Why wouldn't you put him in it? <laughs> I mean, but like, like I mean, he's like, him. yeah, like he's like a perfect pseudo Nazi. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Jesus, man. We just went dark. Wow. All right. Uh, I, I mean, okay. I, I mean, like, why wouldn't you? Obviously, I mean, but why like, wouldn't you? The best part is like he's never seen it. He's like, I've never seen a Star War. I never need to see a Star War. Yeah, and you were, you were. I, I should say we we talking about this because you love. The I Star love it, Wars. but I'm not like cosplay. Okay. I have rooms in my house dedicated to it. I Do just. I d- Do you have like but, a, I mean, this, a Lego this, Millennium this, Falcon? That no, I have a. Uh, you have the Dusta, right? Okay. I don't have the Dusta. Did you ever play Star Wars the role playing game as a kid? No, I did. I grew up playing that. 
I didn't. I never played like D and D because diverged. it was like uh, uh, like from the devil. Yeah, but we got like Star Wars the the role playing game. If you ever want to like, if if I can never get rid of my kids and just like totally just <laughs> do stupid shit all the time. Yeah, we could play. Oh Wait, God. don't you do that in June sometimes? Actually, no. You know what? I've got two weeks uh, after Christmas. I have to come home early because I can't get really vacation. Uh, and so, like, Christmas through New Year's, it's uh, we're playing Star Wars the role playing game. <laughs> hey, man, I'm into it. <laughs> we'll too. get you guys Can, in. Do, yeah, I, do I get to be uh, Adrian Heath Yoda? Yes. Why would you want to be that? Why not? Who wouldn't? <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the so, thing that's interesting about this whole series to me is just. Not one the timeline, but two, um, like the relationship with the the Mandalorian and uh, and uh, Baby Yoda reminds you a lot of Willow. Yeah, Willow, yeah. Willow, yeah. yeah, the movie Willow. Willow. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's some here. You know, I, I I said this on Twitter. I'm enjoying watching it. It's cool. I've, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I enjoy it. I don't understand why people get mad. Or because they're just they're fun movies. I don't like they're not great movies. They're just fun. Oh, oh just so, wait till after Christmas when the new movie comes out. Oh, I know. I just I <laughs> do not chaos. understand. But chaos. here's the, here's the thing. Like the um, the show, what what is good about it is that you have this character who never takes off his helmet. You get no facial emotion or any of this uh, face acting or anything like that. And it's surprisingly decently well done. The third episode was the first one I liked. Um, and there's a, there's a scene. Where it's obviously he's making a decision, and uh, and I thought it was like, oh, like all I'm seeing is a mask, and that's cool. Um, Baby Yoda is a little bit gimmicky, and like really cute. There's the, the obviously the meme of Baby Yoda eating the soup, which looks like Baby Yoda drinking tea, uh, but it's like, like I don't know how long I don't know I, where I the show know. is going. I don't know. It's, I mean, he's only fifty years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see the but Esquire? But Yoda was a master at 100, so like, exactly. let's, see, yeah, who knows? let's I mean, see like how quickly this yeah. kid grew up. Did you guys up. see the Esquire article? No. Oh, did, yeah, yeah, about did, Baby Yoda, but Yoda getting did, busy. Did Yoda fuck an investigation? <laughs> it's beautiful. Because people are trying to figure out where does Yoda come from, right? It's beautiful. Where Yoda come from? Baby Yoda was born the same time as Anakin Skywalker. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh, Baby Yoda was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what species is Yoda? We don't know. There's no, we there's no nothing name, about there's no, we know nothing about it. He's just singular Yoda, and then there, here's there was the, there was there was a, a a female Yoda. Her name was Yaddle. Right. She comes prequels. up in this article. It's a yep. great article. Uh-huh. Oh man, Yoda Please, and Yaddle. We'll, we'll put this in the show notes. Apparently, <laughs> apparently we have to. Uh, yeah. Any no. other any other TV notes we need to we need to do because uh, fuck it. You you watch uh, <laughs> you you watch you're watching Watchmen. Is that what you're telling us? I think Watchmen is is also Watchmen has gotten a little bit things. better the last two episodes. It, it's pretty, pretty good and fun. Um, I'm not watching anything that I'm. Uh, His Dark Materials. I was very excited for this. I to love come those out. books. The books. The first book I'm rereading. First book is awesome. Uh, second and third books I did not like. I thought they were really heavy handed. The TV show, much like the movie, is not very good. It's fine, mm. but um, I'm watching it very slowly because I'm trying to watch it with my wife, and she apparently like has other things to do other than watch TV all the time like me. Um, but it, it's, uh, I'm disappointed. Like it, it's got like every actor you would like to see in, in this show in this, uh, and, and, uh, it's, it's mediocre. So I'm, I'm not blown away by any TV right now. So just, mm. I need some help here. Uh, I finished Fleabag today. It's great. Oh, so good. Spectacular. I haven't watched that yet. 
Okay. So good. So good. I need to... I think I've watched season two three or four times. Oh, do you watch it? Her, Jesus. It's... Her comedic timing is just... Unbelievable. Yeah, that's it. And then the show before that, Crashing, that she... Like, it's dry British humor. There's like six episodes or 20 yeah, minutes. dry is a good word, yeah. too. It's okay. it's really good, though. Um, Rodrigo and I are... You finished Apache, I think, right? Yeah, a long oh, time ago. I I'm like on. midway through. This is the, the Carlos Tevez... Netflix series, it's it's great. Like it, it keeps getting better. I think it's definitely we we it's were over dramatic in some states. It is. Yeah. We we had some discussion with some people on Twitter. They were asking if they could, you know, is it a family thing? It's definitely not a family yeah. show. It kind mm-hmm. of at first started, but there's. I mean, if if, if you if it's by very family, s- you mean you have a sixteen year old, and yeah, you can. Yeah. Watch some mm, other stuff. I don't know, man. There's there's have a you lot seen of sixteen year olds now. Yeah, I mean, like it's very City of God. There's a lot of kid yeah. on kid violence. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's basically that's Saint what Paul, they mean buddy. now. What's Saint Paul? Have you right. been in Saint Paul? Lately, but... Who's the who's the who's the priest in season two? Fleabag, the Irish guy, the guy um, that plays Moriarty, and um, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Looks, oh, I, yeah, think, yeah. I, think, I think I think he's going to play Sebastian Jovinko in the uh, in the biopic. Oh, <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast. Thank right. you so much, Rodrigo, Eric, Corey, so Chilean peace for taste like. Uh, it's been great chatting with you guys. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back with the podcast because fuck it, it's the off season. Oh uh, although like tomorrow's the reentry draft, uh, second round and that Miguel might go in that. And so we'll have an emergency Houston. podcast, mm-hmm. which, which will just be me calling up all of you and recording me crying or something. Um, Houston's looking like MNUFC circa. No, no. It's just, I mean, if they keep, if they, they haven't, they haven't really like Ellis and, who who did they get rid of? Is it Alyssa Minotas? I already started ending the podcast. <laughs> they got rid of. I don't know. <laughs> this I don't care what you do. Food. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank the, you. The, uh, the I'll Pisco see you, is taking I'll over. See you is what's at happening the, here. at uh, the Black Heart of St. Paul, or you can hear us uh, next week or three weeks from now, or whenever the hell we want. Yeah. All right, bye. Put it watch.